mean, I don't know how I feel about hearing a show described as being a ride, Ben Wagner. I mean, I'll tell you what, if it's a ride, there's some nuts and bolts falling off the uh, old jalopy right now, is there not? 416-870-0590, star 591 I'm Jeff Blair. Kevin Parker is uh, here as well. We're going to try to make... No, we're not going to make sense of this. The Jays lost 4-2 to the Milwaukee Brewers. Kevin, something happened to me tonight that hasn't happened to me this year with Alec Manoa pitching. What's that? Because I try to be sort of dispassionate. You know, when it comes to Nate Pearson, Bo Bichette, and guys. I try, I try to be dispassionate. I looked into sure. the dugout, saw the camera shot tonight. Alec Manoa, uh, after John Schneider had told him he was being taken out of the game. And God's honest truth, I felt bad for Alec Manoa. Just the, the one camera shot of him, obviously he looked at me I looked at me like he was almost going to cry. He was sad-eyed. Obviously it was not a great night for him. Dan Schulman described it as, as a look of frustration. I almost, I'm hoping that's what it is because I almost got the sense it was resignation. Yeah, but from look, Alec I, Manoa tonight. Yeah, I think I think if you if you're in the big leagues long enough, you're going to go through some some bumps. Right now, he's in a he's in a he's had a big bump lately. Right when, when the slider's not in the zone long enough, the the arm side fastballs, the two that it does have, is not good enough. You can remember last year, he'd make righty so uncomfortable. You know, his lanes arm side that's into a righty, way to a lefty. He could go up and away to a lefty. He could go in with the two-seamer to righties. Right now, for whatever reason, he just can't do that, right? It, it's, it's the falling off to the first base side. It's hitting the ground. It's spinning. Uh, self-correcting on the mound, which he was really good at last year. He's just, you know, he's been dang near atrocious at that all season. This is rubber's met the road. I, I will say this. I, I know John has been on our show before. I think it was last time he was on it and said that, you know, there's no chance he's going down, uh, being sent down to the minor leagues. Uh, uh, Jeff, he, regardless of what they have in the minor leagues of who could make his start, I, I think it might get to the point where it's more about him than it is about who's going to come up and pitch. I mean, I, I'm with you. Like, it's when it's visibly frustrating to watch the way he's pitching, the way he looks in the dugout. I, I It just sounds like the way John uh, was talking in, in the pregame show that they've done everything they can do. The, the ball is in Alex's court, and it just seems like for whatever reason, whatever he's trying, it's just not working. Yeah, and I'm going I'm to throw this out as well because, yeah, obviously, it's uh, – what's the date? May 31st. Um, lots of baseball left to play. Uh, lots of uh, opportunities for the Jays to go one for 13 with runners in scoring position again. But here's the thing with Alec Manoa. Uh, the Jays are going to need Alec Manoa – in 2023, they're going to need him in 2024. They're going to need him in 2025. I mean, you can only go out, you, you can only sign so many free agent starting pitchers. You need this, this guy's a long, this guy's part of your future. And I think we're almost at the point now, at least I am, Kevin, where, <laughs> I mean, I cannot believe I'm saying this. I'm more concerned about saving Alec Manoa, Manoa right now and getting him, not getting him lined up for next year, but I'm looking. I, I, right about now I'm starting to look. I'm starting to seriously think about that. 
With yeah, it's fair. That's fair. Listen, listen again. Listen to the organization. Listen to John talk. Watching Alec Manoa in the dugout. I'm with you. Like it's it's. It just seems like they've tried everything. They've tried throwing multiple bullpens. They've tried flat ground work. They've tried mechanics. I'm sure they've had every khaki on demand trying to figure out, you know, what what's connected and what's not connected and how do you have the same release point and why is the finish not there and down the slope and pushing off the mat, like all that stuff that goes into being a quality pitcher. Just looks like right now the self-correcting it's just not there. When it's not there, you've tried everything. The only thing left to try is to send him down and let him figure it out in the minor yeah. leagues. And here, you know, he made a good point. At some point, we got no one else to pitch for him. That doesn't make sense anymore. Find someone. I know it sounds stupid, and I know that obviously if it was easy, you'd go out and do it. But I'd rather have an opener right now. God's honest truth, give me Trevor Richards' opening. Of course, then you're taking an effective reliever out of the out of the bullpen. He's been great. But that's where, that's where I am right now. Uh... I don't know if I want to see Alec Manoa on the mound again. Not for a while. Pretty simple. Yeah. I mean, those are strong words, you know, starting the season and him being the the opening day starter and and the expectations around him, the way it's looked lately. Yeah. I mean, I, it's, uh, look, I, 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 I'm a big fan of Alec Manoa. I'm, I'm pulling for him, but. Man, when just you, you you can hear it in everybody's voice that talks about him. Like it, it, they've tried everything, it seems like, and everything hasn't worked. And now the only thing for me, he ain't he ain't the first really good player to be sent down, Jeff. Like he he ain't mm-hmm. the first. I got sent down every every most Mike Trout got sent down. Like it happens. Like occasionally you just run into bumps in the road that you just can't get through. And the spotlight sometimes is just too much for you trying to get through it. And it's better for you to go down and figure it out and be able to work it out down in the minor leagues when nobody's paying attention. And maybe that's best for him. You worry about who's going to start for him five days from now. But right now you're worried about Alec Manoa and the way Alec Manoa's face looked tonight. I'm with you. It's it's you feel for him. You can tell he's trying. It's just not working. Yeah, listen, it's a great story. Um, you know, the Alec Manoa backstory, we all know about it. He's a guy you like. He's a, it's a family you like. I mean, there's there's so much going on there. You want him to be successful. But a, a, as I said, I've, uh, I mean, I've seen enough. That just, that's not, you know, doesn't matter. Jeff Blair's seen enough. I know a lot of other people feel that way as well. There is a ton of stuff to talk about, Kevin. One for 13 with runners in scoring position including one for seven in the seventh, eighth, and ninth inning. Um, I mean, God almighty, we've talked about this lineup. It's the same damn story with these guys for the most part. Uh, the bullpen tonight, Tim Mays has been pretty good this year. We can have a debate as to what our true level of confidence is with Tim Mays and when he comes in a game. But, again, he's been pretty good this year. Tonight, couldn't finish yeah. off. Sorry, Jeff, go ahead. Jeff, can, can, no, can I ask you why it's so hard holding runners on? Can, can oh, you explain I, that to me? I don't, I don't yeah, I, I'll, I'll absolutely. Explain. I mean, it's been that way. It's been that way with this organization for a long time. I think guys. I think what happens when you've got when you've got you use the word trickery. I'm when you've got guys in the bullpen that are make work projects. Sometimes you don't have enough time to work and everything, and they're just not very good holding base runners. More to the point, they. There are times where they have guys who look like they're just not interested in it. Like they don't think it's part of their job description, yeah. which I find I find mind boggling. I scoreboard you know, tells you everything. We talk we talk about that all the time. I mean, a one run game with with less than two outs 
means you have to pay attention to the runners. The 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 runner getting to third with less than two outs is a big deal. Late Kevin, there, in the game, you have to pay are, attention. I don't understand. I don't. What I find frustrating. What I find frustrating. What I, I yeah, what, that's the point. I was going to say what I found really frustrating about this team. They play really stupid baseball. I, I mean, they do. There are times where you just look at what's going on out there and you you want to grab somebody and slap them because there's just again it, it's you're right this isn't this isn't a young team you know we're not talking about a team full of dudes in their first and second year anymore yep anyhow we've got a lot of calls four one six eight seven zero zero five ninety star five ninety one triple eight triple six zero five ninety Russ in Toronto formerly in New Jersey he was at the game tonight. And uh, well, go ahead, Russ. I think I I know what you're going to ask. You're going to ask Kevin here. I don't know if we have an answer, but let's. Hell, at this point, I'll ask you, Russ. I I, I listen. You know, it, the most frustrating thing was when he got ahead of hitters. You know, last year he just finished them off, and this year I, I think the third inning was his least amount of pitches. He had 17 or 18 pitches. He couldn't finish anyone off. It just I, I listen. You, you know, I'm not. I'm not the one that's going to fix him, and I don't know what the answer is. But I want to talk about again the offense because yes, you know, it's 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 two months. Vladdy Guerrero hit two homers, I think, in his month. Off did Ben say? Now, he a third, did, he yeah, a I was just going to say. I was just going to say. Did Ben Wagner say he's got one home run and 93 plate appearances? Well, he hit two homers in the Boston in the four in the four games. He hit two homers. That was. He didn't, you know, it's funny because everyone wonders what happened to Guerrero. In 2021, he had five homers, I think, in nine games. He had zero in Fenway last year. Um, he had two this year, so that was his. But he hasn't hit a homer off a pitcher since then. And you know what? It's getting to a point where I'm wondering how good is this lineup really? We can keep saying they're good and this and this and that. But, you know, I, I go back to last year and – the length of the lineup was great. You had, and just to throw out, I you know there were different ones, but you had, you know, the, the first three, and then you had, you know, Tay Oscar or somebody hitting fourth, and then and you had, like, Kirk hitting seventh, and you know the May and the June that he had last year, which was mm-hmm. unbelievable. The length of the lineup, when you went down the line with Espinal and, and Kirk, the way they hit, there was no easy ass. There was no way a pitcher said ever, hey, now I can rest a little bit. This year, I feel if the first three guys don't really carry the offense, and you know Springer struggled, but and Guerrero hasn't hit. But if Bichette and those guys don't hit, they're not winning the game. And at what point are you going to say, "Hey, you know what? We gave up a lot of offense in Guriel and Hernandez, and the lineup just maybe not as good as we think it is." Yeah, Russ, appreciate the call, Kevin. I'm going to turn it over to you, but uh, I can't disagree with Russ. The lineup's yeah, not to, as good as to, we thought to, it was. To Russ's point, Vladdy, last 30 at-bats, no homers. Last 61 at-bats, one homer. Last 120 at-bats, three homers. Uh, yeah, for me, it's just the quality of the at-bat, right? It's the pitches that he gets. It's the Tehran, the sinker in. Why are you swinging at it? Like nobody else in front of you can hit it. Why, why do you think you can hit it? That That's sort of the thing, right? And until he buys into getting a quality pitch over and over and over again, you're going to see the ups and downs. And and I'm with Russ. I, I, I don't want to pick on Dalton Varsho, but man alive. If, if – <laughs> 
if what we had heard was you're putting him in the cleanup spot for, say, a Devin Williams changeup in the ninth inning, to me, it's silly. Like, I I, I just yeah. – that it's just the, the quality of the at-bats. George Springer in the third inning and the fifth inning had atrocious at-bats with runners in scoring position. It's just not good. Like, the quality – like, getting the 3-1 sinker, backdoor sinker, you're swinging at it, you're hitting a little weak ground ball. You get an 0-0 sinker in off the plate, you're hitting a little weak ground ball to, to the second baseman. Those are at-bats that I used to have. Like, it's just – and in the ninth inning, you're getting Chapman a, a fastball, center cut, middle, middle, that you should have a better swing on that you don't. Kirky, oh, oh, a fastball that basically Devin Williams ran up and laid it on a tee. The at-bats have to get better. And for whatever reason, the back-to-back games, the good games in a row, Jeff, it's been a real challenge for this team to have. They'll have a good game, and then they'll go a couple of games where they look like just the the approaches, the at-bats, the, the, the way they go about their games is just – it's it's a tough watch, and again, they're in fourth or fifth place. They're a fourth or fifth place team in my eyes. Oh, uh, without question, four two. The uh, Milwaukee Brewers have beaten the Blue Jays. A reminder that the third and final game of the series goes tomorrow night. I'm sorry, tomorrow afternoon. Pay no attention to me. Goes tomorrow <laughs> afternoon, one oh seven. First pitch here at the Rogers Center. Uh, Anthony Bass, Kevin Barker got into the game tonight uh, in the ninth inning, and uh, I was kind of wondering what the reaction would have been if the Jays had. Won that game in the ninth inning, and Anthony Bass ended up picking up the win as a pitcher of record. Anthony Bass came in last night, of course, uh, after uh, his non-apology apology, if you want to call it that, uh, yesterday well for uh, retweeting of hateful comments towards uh, the the Pride community. Um, you know, we talked about this a lot, a lot yesterday, and and Anthony Bass came in the game tonight. He was booed. Um, you know, we'll get into, I, I, I was going to say, I honestly thought I've heard, I've, I've, I've heard Blue Jays players booed worse in the past, but, um, I, I, it was a different type of boo. It, it lingered through the first pitch. Uh, it, it lingered through the inning. Um, most surprisingly, and I don't pretend to know, I don't pretend to know if there's a reason for this, but with the Jays down by two runs at home. There were a lot of people who left when Anthony Bass came in the game. Like, there was an exodus. And I, maybe, you know, school night, folks want to get home. I don't know. There was an exodus. Anthony Bass came out. And, you know, I mean, he was going to have to come out and pitch at some point. Um, 42,205, biggest crowd of the year nice. at the Rogers Center to see the Jays lose 4-2. Matthew in Burlington. Uh, let me guess. You want to talk about Alec Manoa? Yeah, hey guys. Uh, first of all, I just want to say, big fan of the show. Love you guys. Um, I'm, I'm, you can ask anybody that I know. I'm the biggest soccer fan in the world, and I love my baseball as well. You guys are actually more enjoyable than any soccer podcast or radio talk show I can ever listen to in my life. So big oh, kudos thanks, to man. you guys. Yeah, love I want guys. Parker to um, do his Bundesliga picks again, but I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> Can't get you know that what? Going. Honestly, I, hey, you know what? As much as I know that sport, I think I, I'm proven wrong year after year. <laughs> but uh, um, actually, you know what, guys? A couple of things that we, you guys have been touching on, and I'm kind of glad you brought up the whole talk about you know sending Manoa down to AAA. You guys have been just hit, hitting the nail on the head, but um, I'm just genuinely curious as to you know, like, what is it going to take? Maybe not even sending him down to AAA. Like, what what's stopping this team? And Or if you were the manager, if you were uh, Schneider, like, how, how would you approach the situation where you're trying to copy what you did with Yusei Kikuchi last year? Right? Like, do you just do you say, hey, you know what? We're not, we don't want to send you down to the minor leagues, right? Maybe that'll hurt his confidence even more. We know he's tough on himself, right? 
what if you just put, start putting them in lower leverage scenarios, right? Try to get some confidence up there, right? And then see where and see where that takes them, right? And that's just my one thought on one thing. And then we're, what uh, I think his name was Russ. He was just hitting the nail right on the head. I'm like this 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 Jays team reminds me too much of the of the Toronto Maple Leafs this year, right? Oh. If your Austin Matthews, your Mitch Marner, Tavares, and Nylander are not are not are not putting up like points, then this team is losing. Like I, like I'm just seeing too much comparison yeah. between them. But uh, yeah, I don't know. What, what what do you guys think? I appreciate the call. I mean, I'll tell you, the the, the Leafs uh, comparison is kind of interesting because you talk about windows of opportunity. Um, you talk about, you know, uh, I was going to say, I wouldn't say this is necessarily a once-in-a-generation group of homegrown talent because the Jays, I keep telling people, there was a lot of baseball played in this city between 93 and 2015. <laughs> there were a lot of good players here. I mean, this team at one point had the best outfield in baseball here. They had guys like Jose Cruz. They had Vernon Wells. God, I think at one point, if I'm not mistaken, they had like four or five dudes at 30 home runs by the All-Star break. Something like that. Like, th- this team has had a lot of good young players, but there really was a sense, I think, because in addition to those good young players, you had ownership that's committed to spending money to get free agents in here. You ne- not You haven't always had that combination in Toronto, and for that reason, I think there there's a real sense that yeah, this is a window of opportunity for this team. Um, Kevin, I you know I don't know. I, listen, I mean the window of opportunity, I guess, will be here as long as Bo Vladier here. But my God, time's a wasting. I you know they're not running back the seasons. They're not going to get an extra season here. Time's a wasting, and you know I, I I look around the American League East, Kevin. I'll tell you what, this is not Bo and Vladi. They're not the two best. They're not the two best young players in, in this in this division. They're not. You look at the Orioles. The Orioles have got it going on, man. The Orioles the Orioles are, are a deeper team than this team. They're a deeper organization in this team. Like The idea that we, we can't just sit here and say, well, it's only a matter of time before the Jays win in the next two or three years. It ain't. It's not just a matter of time. There's some serious work that needs to be done here. Yeah, we've talked we've talked about this, and I hate to continue to say this, but w- everybody expected Vladimir Guerrero Jr. to be Aaron Judge. They they needed the blue. I think the Blue Jays organization because of who they went out and got when they were left handed, right? Dalton Varsha's the world, Brandon Belts the world, Kevin Kiermaier's. They expected the first three guys and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. to be elite offensive players, and two of the three are quite frankly early in the season at least, have not consistently been that. And that's been a real challenge. Your best has to be your best, Jeff. And when it's not, it sort of looks like it looks now. I've said this, having back-to-back good games in a row consistently been a real challenge. And for me, it's been obviously Manoa, but offensively for me, it's been Springer and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. 416-870-0590, star 591-888-666-0590. John Schneider's just wrapped up his post-game avail- availability. Here is what John Schneider had to say about Alec Manoa. Just a lot of deep counts and, you know, just ran his pitch count up. I think, um, you know, walks kind of – walks were, the, were there. They kind of hurt him and, um, you know, didn't really allow him to get really deep into the game. So I think it was – um, a little bit better, but I think it was just kind of deep counts and, and some O2 damage there, too, got him, got him in trouble. And those have been similar issues, I think, through the first couple of months. At this point, do you try to do more of the same thing and trust that, or do you have to try something different? Like, what's the fix there? I mean, I think, again, we're talking about a guy that's been really good, and, um, you know, we're trying to build off of each side, each outing, and kind of go from there. So it's, um, you know, it's kind of up to him, I think, to really just continue to attack the zone and 
Um, he's really got to just take it one inning and one outing at a time. There you go. Well, maybe. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you just pitch him for one inning. Jeff, let me if you ask can you a take question. one inning at a time and then go well, two innings at a time. Every, every time somebody's struggling, you want to walk <sighs> You want to walk yourself through mentally what you did well so you could build off that. Tell me what Alec Manoa can go driving home, think about, man, I was really good at this. I'll build off of this, and next time hopefully I do enough of that that the little woes that I have doesn't show up as much. Tell me what he did well. Like uh, – the, the arm side to both fastballs, the sink, the sinker was what made him last year. Yeah. That's what Tehran tonight threw sinkers in, which opened up all the other pitches that he has to make it a little bit tougher for them to barrel up baseballs. I I just don't know what he's building off of. 416-870-0590, star 591 The Milwaukee Brewers have beaten the Toronto Blue Jays. We'll take a break and come back with more. This is Blue Jays Talk on Sportsnet 590. Fan and Sportsnet Radio Network. It's been tough, obviously. Uh, <clears throat> not doing what I'm meant to be doing. So just got to keep fighting and you know, keep uh, finding positives. Um, and building off them. Yeah, that you heard that uh, in Alec Manoa's voice. I think, I think Alec Manoa probably kind of feels. Well, I was going to say feels the rest the way the rest of us do, but I'm certain he he feels worse than the rest of us do. But uh, as I said, Kevin, uh, tonight just the camera shots of him in the dugout. Um, tonight, tonight I moved. Uh, tonight I moved away from trying to get Alec Manoa figured out to basically trying to to just worrying about him and 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 wondering if maybe it isn't time to uh maybe it isn't time to send him send him down to the minors and let him work and stuff out of the bright get, lights for his sake and fran- for his sake and frankly for the sake of the 2024 2025 blue jays as well it, as, it, uh, it was it was the slider forever now now it's both fastballs and the slider yeah. yeah it's about time and some of his misses tonight were just were, were god awful uh, i mean they were just yeah. they're they were horrible uh, time now for the Major League Standings Watch presented by Bet365. You can download the Bet365 app and check out the latest odds for today's baseball games. 19-plus play responsibly, Ontario only. It would have been a good night to win a game if you're the Toronto Blue Jays. Any night's a good night to win a Blue Jay- uh, game if you're the Blue Jays. Cleveland in uh, Cleveland Guardians. Oops, almost slipped. that one slipped up. Cleveland Guardians beat the Baltimore Orioles 12-8. to The Cincinnati Reds beat the Boston Red Sox. The Red Sox, sir. Yeah, well, put it this way: not, the Jays aren't good. the Jays aren't the worst team in the AL East right now. Uh, the Boston Red Sox oh, lost the Yankees in Seattle. They're tied scorelessly in the fourth inning. As a result, these are the standings: the Rays, Kevin Parker. The Rays end the month of May with forty wins and eighteen losses. Forty wins and eighteen losses for the Tampa Bay Rays. They have a four-game lead over the Orioles, who are thirty-five and twenty-one. The Yankees are thirty-four and twenty-three. They are playing tonight, as I said. The Blue Jays twenty-nine and twenty-seven. Two games over five hundred. Not good enough. Not good enough at all. The Boston Red Sox one game over five hundred at twenty-eight and twenty-seven. Four one six eight seven zero zero five ninety star five ninety one triple eight triple six zero five ninety Anthony Woodbridge. You are going to conjure up the ghosts of 2013, my friend, aren't you? Yes, I am. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, good evening, yeah, guys. Right. Yeah, it, it feels a lot like that, you know, and even with the uh, potential trading away of a prospect that uh, may come to haunt us for, for years to come. 
And and I think you guys have nailed it. Like, you know, I'm a Jays fan, but this lineup's not scary. The bullpen is mediocre at best. The starting pitching, you can't compare it with, you know, the Rays or or, um, the Yankees or or even Baltimore. Like, 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 who's the ace? Like, there's no Jarrett Cole there. Like, and and the thing is, who's you know, maybe, you know, I think it's their bullpen, though. Yeah, you're right. Maybe the starting pitching is equal, but starting the bullpen. Pit, I, I will just say this. I'll let you finish, but I'll say this. There is one part of this team that, uh, well, I three-fifths of this team. Kevin Gossman, Chris Bassett, Jose Barrios get none of the blame for this. That's the way I look at it. Go ahead. Yeah, you raise a good point, but, like, if push came to shove, you really trust anyone other than Gossman to – yeah. into playoffs. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I'm not there, but the thing is, I don't see how this team is going to compete. Like, this lineup has yeah. holes, and maybe Vladdy's, you know, like you said, he's not elite. He's a, he's a good player. And, and I'm just wondering, you know, and I hate to say it, you know, it's two months in, and Varshal's batting fourth. Like, mm-hmm. like that's, just, that's just ridiculous. Like, come on, the guy's the easiest easiest out I've seen and, and, and you're putting him in a, in a position where he's, he's going to fail. Like maybe this is the year and I hate to say it, you know, considering they have the seventh highest payroll, but there's nothing in the minors. You guys, it's empty. Like, you know, maybe. Well, it's, let and, me, re- we, what we've said, it, it's, I, I mean, who the hell knows what, you know, what happens at single A and advanced day and all that good stuff. And stuff. It's, it's not empty. It's, it's bottom heavy right now. There are a lot of good young prospects at single A, some at double A, but every organization's got a, a lot of good young prospects at single A and double A. What the Jays don't have right now is somebody. They don't have anybody. They don't have anybody who can come up and help you right now. They just don't. I don't know. Like even double A, like like Martinez, like maybe a couple of years ago, he's worth something. He's hitting one eighty. Like yeah, you know, yeah. Like 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 you look at the stats, like. There's no one who can come up and help unless you want another utility infielder. And this is on Atkins and Shapiro. Maybe they can redesign a stadium. But I don't think they can build a winning team that can succeed in the playoffs. And and it's kind of sad, you know, because they had a lot of optimism going into this year. But, you know, you guys know baseball better than me. Is that a scary lineup? Like, I, I don't no, see Anthony, it. Anthony, uh, listen, I appreciate the call. And I, I'm, I mean, I'll let Kevin speak for Kevin. But... It's hard for me not. It's it's hard for me not to say I'm with you. Uh, I I made this point earlier. You know, people kind of rolled their eyes, or I should say, I made this point earlier in the year. Even the real good teams in baseball, they're bringing it just because of the way the game is. It seems like everybody's got somebody they can bring up from the minors, and it helps them win. I mean, the Mets basically stayed afloat because they called up three dudes from the minors to help pick up the slack. You look at even the Yankees to a certain degree. Uh, I mean, just look around. Uh, a lot of teams have done that. They've pulled guys. The Dodgers, the Dodgers, and these are big market teams. These aren't like you know tiny, tiny teams that that live and die on the uh, on on their minor league system. These are teams that have managed to spend money, buy free agents, contend, and also build up their farm system. And mm-hmm. um, you know. And someone pointed this out to me the other day. He said, "Boy, you know, you're being awfully hard in this organization. Look at the, look at the, look at the, look what they traded away. Look what they traded away this offseason." I said, "What they trade away? 
one guy who's a real good prospect, Gabriel Moreno. They traded away a dude, Teoscar Hernandez, who was a year away from free. Just, yeah, that's not a prospect. And, uh, and Lourdes Gurriel Jr., who, you know, is fine. Lourdes Gurriel Jr., is he hitting cleanup in this team? No, nope. he's probably hitting seventh or eighth in this team. So that's the thing. The difference between now and 2013 is in 2013, they unloaded the farm system to get what they needed. Um, they moved one guy here. It's not like they backed up the truck and 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 went all in. They moved one guy for the most part. So, yeah, it, it, it's frustrating. Um, and uh, yeah, Kevin, it's just not it's not good enough. Not good enough for this payroll. Yeah, they put a lot of pressure on a guy hitting cleaned up to start the season. A lot of pressure to get the big hit, get off to a fast start, which is for me a lot to ask. Uh, yeah. that that basically is what this has come down to. Michael and Selkirk. Go ahead, Michael. Yes, sir. Uh, nice to talk to you guys. Good talking um, to you. Always good to talk to someone from Manitoba. <laughs> no, 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 sir. I'm in Ontario. I'm down by Lake Erie. Oh, well, whatever. Selkirk, Manitoba. You say potato, I say potato. No, anyhow, it's good to talk to you, Michael. <laughs> I always think of Selkirk, Manitoba. Home of the yeah, Selkirk Steelers, I think. Selkirk, Manitoba. Anyhow, um, go ahead. Uh, so, on my drive home, I'm listening to the MLB Network, and they call the Blue Jays the biggest disappointment in MLB baseball. And it, it, it's frustrating. Like, do you – I'm just wondering what you guys take on that is. Um, huh. Well, I mean, Yoko and A's are out there. Like, they're <laughs> – <laughs> they're a joke. Yeah, but they're not. They're not. They're not disappointing. I. I. I mean, we're just talking, you know, degrees of suckitude with the uh, with the Oakland A's. I mean, they were going to stink. I just wasn't certain they were going to stink this much. I boy, that you know what? I mean, there are some disappointing teams. There's levels of disappointing, right? I think the Mets probably thought they're going to be better. I think the Mariners probably thought they were going to be better. Angels. Yeah. No. Um, two best play with two of the best players in baseball. Yeah, and, and they've got nothing be else. Better than I, and, three games above no. five hundred. No, God, no. That team? No, uh, not a chance. Not a chance that that team would be better than they are. They, I mean, they're they're a, they're a two-man team. You're right. They've got two great players. They got nothing else. I think the Jays are the most disappointing team in baseball. I, I, I wouldn't have a problem saying that. Um, you know, I haven't I haven't looked at the NL East standings. The Phillies are kind of treading water. But yeah, I, I would I would absolutely say the Jays are the most disappointing team in baseball. And uh, I'm willing to bet that. Um, I'm willing to bet that if you ask the Jays, and I'm willing to bet if you ask Jays management and ownership, they probably tell you the same thing. Yeah, Phillies are at five games under 500, spent a ton of money. The Mets spend, we know what they spent. They're two games above 500. You can throw those two teams in there. You can throw the Jays in there too. The expectations were hired being a fourth or fifth place team. The guys that they expected to be really good, quite frankly, have not been that. That's why they're in fourth or fifth place. Kevin driving home from the game. How you doing? Where are you now, Kevin? I am just up at DVT and Eglinton. How's it going? Is it okay? Uh, you know what? It's going better than the Jays are. Ooh. But, uh, I don't know if the, I don't know what I don't know what to make of that. That that could either that could either, that could mean it's bumper to bumper or I mean, <laughs> yeah, or everybody's going in the other direction in the wrong lane. You know. Anyhow, go ahead, Cap. Yeah. So I'm there with my middle boy. He's seven years old. He's just playing a ball now, and we're watching Dalton Varsho try to lay down a bunt as a cleanup hitter in the Blue Jays, mighty lineup. And I just sit there and shake my head. Like you say, 
uh, you know, I know they put a lot of pressure on this kid coming over here, but, you know, a cleanup hitter in the AL East trying to lay down a bunt is like, this is like yeah. Ryan Goins. He's like Ryan Goins. Wow, okay. Hit, hit, hit cleanup for you. Yeah. Like, and I appreciate uh, the fact that, yeah, we got rid of Tay Oscar a year before free agency and whatnot, but with Tay Oscar and Simeon gone, this lineup is, it's just, there is no fear factor in it. There's yeah, way too many, way too many holes. But yeah, Kevin, I know, what, I, what do you guys think? Yeah, no, I appreciate the call. Listen, um, I mean, uh, Barker, my friend Mr. Barker here, the first thing, I think the first thing he said uh, when he got down to Florida to report for us was they don't have a cleanup hitter. And I remember kind of, I didn't roll my eyes because I, I trust Barker's judgment. I thought, well, come on, what do you mean they don't have a cleanup hitter? I mean, you know, the, and then I looked and I thought, God, you're right. Uh, they don't have a cleanup hitter. And then, of course, I came up with the idea that, well, oh, no, they do have a cleanup hitter. It's Bo Bichette. But, I mean, no one, I'm giving that up now. Nobody's ever going to go along with, no one's ever going to go along with that. Your point's well made. Um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's no thump here. You know, I was watching, you know, Kevin, I, I, maybe I'm reading too much into this. Craig Council tonight had Springer, Bichette, and Guerrero coming up in a close game. He didn't even bother using his closer for two innings. He didn't even think about it. He ran up a guy, was it? I mean, I can't even pronounce his name. It's got a Z in it. Zed's always throwing me. I mean, he wasn't, you know, he didn't even have, yeah, whatever, we'll let this guy have a go at Springer, Bichette, and Guerrero. Ugh. I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm making too much of that, but that, that kind of surprised me. Yeah, look, he, man- they, they... he managed, Kevin, you know what he did? Craig Council managed like a dude who thought, <laughs> they're not getting more than two runs off us tonight, no matter what I do. Oh, yeah, I, They got fair. no hope. That, that that's fair you know that's it's look again you get back to that the, the one dude in that lineup that you expected to be Aaron Judge quite frankly has not been Aaron Judge any part of the season and that's really hurt everybody else around him if you're going to put Dalton DeBarshow in the cleanup spot Vladimir Guerrero Jr. has to be behemoth in front of him he got to say, jump on. I'll let the kid get his feet wet and figure out who he is as an offensive player while I am doing the things that I'm supposed to be doing. And he hasn't been doing that, and it's sort of looking the way it's looking. We'll get back to it. Some Your record is what you are. They are a fourth-place team in the American League East. Oh, yeah, caller say a little earlier, ask if uh, we thought maybe the Jays – Reminded us a little bit of the Leafs, and I, I really didn't want to go there, but you mentioned George Springer. I'm hoping to hell that George Springer doesn't turn into the Jays' version of John Tavares. That's where I'll leave it for tonight. 4-2, the Jays losing to the Milwaukee Brewers. The good thing about baseball is we get to do it all over again tomorrow, 107 first pitch. Ben and Ben will have the call of the game for you. Barker and myself will be on the TV and radio tomorrow from 5-7. to 7. Lots of baseball talk ahead. Kevin Gossman's on the mound. Maybe he'll give us a series win. Thank you for listening to Blue Jays Baseball, brought to you by Crown Rust Protection. Did you know that vehicles rust faster in warmer weather? I didn't, but I do now. As the weather warms and we all get ready for summer, make sure your vehicle is protected from rust with Crown. Visit crown.com for your nearest location.